just to kick it off, I bought a PS5 off eBay. Um, I spent... Uh, so what, the, the consoles came out a week early in, in America. So I spent, from that period onwards, non-stop on like American um, stock websites and stuff and like trying to find off Walmart and Best Buy. Biggest problem is that Amazon accepts like I can use my UK account to pay for Amazon stuff in America and get it delivered. Mm. But every other website requires an American address and American card. So I would have, you know, like potentially get close to buying one, but not be anywhere near it. And then they have this thing, which is like a PlayStation direct queue. So it'll be like, get into the queue and then it will just count you down. And I got really close to buying one, which is stupid because I would have spent like an hour sitting there and wouldn't even be able to purchase one. But I kind of just want to have the ability to say that I got there. So it's yeah. so like, yeah. so I got back and it was just obviously it's the thing. And then out in America, actually, I've used scalpers twice now. Out in America, I bought my Xbox Series S off eBay as well. Um, you are the worst. Uh, and then I got back and. The obsession of like I need to have it just got bigger and bigger. My friend bought one. Um, he like he paid for it properly. Got a Argos managed to pre-order one months ago. And what was it that drove me over the edge? Oh, this is sound so stupid, but it's exactly the reason why I jumped. When um when all those lorries got stuck. <laughs> But all those ladies got stuck uh, trying to get to France, and there was a whole bunch of them. Because everyone was saying, like, oh, it's probably going to restock early January or whatever. And once I saw those lorries stuck, I'm like, yeah, there's no hope this is coming out in January. So, what, mid-December, like a month after, so I just broke, and I was like, fuck it, um, buy one. Uh, and I got it off eBay for an extortion amount of money. Um, but cheaper than the rest of the normal price on eBay, if that makes sense, which isn't much cons- compens- like uh, solace or whatever, Con- um, what's that? consolation. But um, I got a relatively good deal um, for it. But uh, yeah, I broke. And usually when I spend a lot of money on something, I have like an instant regret. Like if I, if I, when I, when I sort of impulse buy these things, I have a moment of just like, why the fuck do you just do that? Like you, not a one, not one iota, not one fucking ounce of that. I'm no, so no. happy to. I, I've got, I've got no problem with you spending your money. I mean, I, yeah. I do that sort of thing all the time. Like I was, when I bought my TV, <laughs> when I moved into this flat, I had, yeah. I had, uh, I'd done loads of research and like found this, uh, um, what's the old technology called? LCD, uh, yeah, yeah. screen that like was hdr like not as good but like uh really well reviewed did did all the stuff and it was like 900 quid and uh and ordered it and uh and got an email back i can't remember it was someone i hadn't ordered from before and got an email back saying there was like some little problem i had to update some details like all right fuck it that's providence and ordered the lg oled for like 2200 <laughs> <laughs> But I didn't regret it at all. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I do think you're a horrible person. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was sort of joking. <laughs> I was half joking, but like collective action does work, right? I say this to my brother all the time. Like if everyone, if, all, if, if everyone just said, right, I'm not paying Rupert Murdoch for, to watch this football and everyone just stopped subscribing to Sky Sports, the whole problem sorts itself out because suddenly yeah. like there isn't all that money flying around so they can't pay these extortionate wages. Like everything just flattens off but everyone actually needs to take a stand. 
and I need you to take a stand and not buy a PS5 from a scalper so that I can get one at a normal price. That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, you're absolutely right to. You're absolutely right to say to to tell me off. There's no like I can't say anything against it. Um, I want to pretend this is the first time I've ever done it, but it really isn't. I just remember. I think it's the Wii. This just shows how impatient I get, and I get really like FOMO. I don't get FOMO for anything else, but once it's like, the, and it's for the stupidest of reasons. I just like new control pads. I love the idea of like innovating and 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 something having a different shape. You know, like I remember back to the N sixty four. It's so different, wanting to hold on to it. Blah blah blah. And it's just that feeling of like I really want to see what it's like. That's what drives it mostly. But I remember back. So, I remember for the Wii. Amazon were going to drop and it was going to kick off at seven. I don't know how I, we got wind of it. Maybe Amazon sent an email out. So I woke up 45 minutes beforehand just to log on. <laughs> and I was in bed with my laptop on my chest and I was just pressing refresh like nonstop. Yeah. And it hit seven. And for 45 minutes after seven, I just pressed refresh and it was still saying unavailable. And then it just refreshed that 45 minutes saying sold out. I was so oh, angry. Yeah, yeah. And then back in the day, there was Kex. Uh, or no, Game Station, back in those Game Station. And um went into my local one, pre-ordered, like put money down to say I want to pre-order and whenever they come back in stock, they come back in stock. And I want to say like I waited a couple of weeks and I was just like, fuck this. So I bought a Wii off eBay for like, because they retailed at 180 I want to say, so I bought one for 240 so plus 60 Got it home, played it, played the shit out of it. And then like a few days later, that Game Station called me up and went, oh yeah, your Wii's here. So I was just yeah. like, oh, for, for fuck's sake, for fuck's sake. Um, and I ended up selling that to a friend and sending it across to him when he was at Leeds. And um, yeah, I think that's the last time. Yeah. That's not the end of the world. I mean, you got it and you're happy with it. And I was, ex- I, honest to God, I was expecting, since I spent the money and it arrived, I was just being like, oh, for fuck's sake, like, why? But I don't regret it once. And you're, you're right to tell me off. I'm basically the gaming equivalent of um, funding Israel. But it's just, it's just, <laughs> it's just, um, hey, sometimes this really makes some great stuff, bro. You know what I mean? Intel chips are pretty sick. So it took um, me years to move off Intel. Like every time for the last like decade when I was building a new computer and I, I looked at the AMD stuff and I was like, I just, I can't, I want, I want the better toy. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, and it, I'll come on to it actually, because uh, I've been playing a lot of backwards. I've been playing a lot of PS4 games actually. Um, the one PS5 game is the tying Astrobot game, the Astro Playgrounds, whatever, which is really cute and very fun and looks very nice. But um, I've been playing a lot of PS4 games, and even even with that, I'm happy to play it on a PS5 rather than a PS4. Uh, we'll come on to that. But um, uh, I might I might try and kick off actually just to to say the stuff I've been playing. Um, I'll give two that are similar, quite brief, and then you can talk about couple of games that you've touched as well so um obviously last podcast i was banging on about remake final fantasy 7 remake how much i loved it um so i decided to go back and try and play the original uh just to see the similarities there will be nuances and things that i wouldn't have remembered i'm I'm familiar but i don't know it well enough to have recognized it in remake so that, that was the reason for going back uh, I played it on, I've actually, my friend lent it to me maybe a decade ago, so I've literally got the original uh, black labelled uh, Final Fantasy VII at home, took out the PS1, and I've got an OSSE thing which like upscales it to make it look really nice as well. 
So I was playing it really like the original stuff on original hardware, but like sexed up a little bit. Um, and I got out of Midgar, and it's just, I it makes me actually like remake even more, where it feels like it's done a lot of service to that stuff and a lot of nods. But if you were familiar with the original um, remake, kind of honors that and gives it the respect it deserves. So I, it made me like remake even more. And obviously, there's there's massive changes which come right at the end. Everything else seems to be like a scaled up version of what's in the original, but right at the end things are changed, which I don't mind. But I also I'm not qualified enough to say that. It's not. It's almost like my opinion doesn't matter because I'm not familiar with the original. But um, play that briefly. I'm not actually that inclined to carry on. Um, I've kind of inspired another friend playing the next game. Uh, so I was playing Final Fantasy IX this time on PC. Uh, I have another friend who was just like, "Hey, do you, um, he injured his hand, so he couldn't play games. So he was like, do you want to just stream some stuff with me?" And for some reason, he was fixated on Final Fantasy IX. So I downloaded that with a mod to like really make it look quite nice. It actually looks really lovely. And that ended up inspiring another friend to do that to number seven for PC. So he's playing a version of seven which has like proper models in because they have like the original Final Fantasy 7 has almost different models for different parts so when you're exploring the world you have this little chibi little chibi version little cute version running around and then the battles you're in a more sort of proper model as you'd expect in his modded version you're like a proper model running around as well so it's kind of slightly off-putting but um it's nice and he's he's been blasting through it and I've kind of joined his stream to see what it's like and it's not grabbed me as much as I wanted to see what's coming ahead. So I don't know if I'm going to carry on with 7 or if I'm going to bounce off and just wait for the next remake release in 2-3 years time and then just sort of catch up with it in the original. So I haven't quite decided yet. Do you reckon it'll be that soon? 2-3 years? Uh, I can see in 2 years time. I can see 16 this year. I think 16 at the end of this year. You reckon 16 will be that soon? Isn't it meant to be this year? Oh, maybe. I I don't remember if that was one, but you know, like they've already pushed back a load of stuff. They said twenty twenty one. Yeah, that's true. And given that we've only seen it once, right? Yeah, we only seen one trailer. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't expecting it to be this year. My only hope uh, with it is that the trailers seem to be much more gameplay uh, orientated, and I don't know the originals. I know. Versus 13 had gameplay in it, so maybe that's not a particularly good indication of whether it's um, close enough to finish or not. I kind of, I don't know, I don't know. I do, f- so what, remake is three years in between? Maybe, but I don't know how big the world is and I don't know how varied it is, so maybe I'm being far too ambitious. I do expect it to, yeah, two, three years, but I don't know. I, I think. I think it'd be really interesting to see with remake because you know there were these uh, um, call them? trademark files. Um, yeah. Okay. That, so it sounds like the subtitles for the next one. Uh, oh, fair. And people were sort of maybe suspecting that yeah, it won't necessarily even be called like remake part Final Fantasy VII remake part two or anything. It could just mm. be some Final Fantasy colon subtitles. Yeah, and I think it'd be interesting to see, you know, looking back at thirteen, for example, the way even two changed it up quite a lot, and then three was a completely different playing game. Yeah, whether they'll, I doubt if it's over the course of six years, say if it's three parts, mm. 
if they're all going to play exactly the same. But it'll be interesting to see how how much they mix it up with the, yeah. With the other players. Yeah. Um, especially with sixteen seeming more action, more action based, as it seemed more you know Devil May Cry style. I don't know how else to describe it, but um, that trailer suggests it's going in that direction. Again, I wonder if. Seven seemed to be in the vein of fifteen, so I don't know if sixteen dictates yeah. well. I don't know. Um, and the other brief one is I just mentioned earlier, Final Fantasy Nine. So I started that very cute game, actually, very um, sort of it's human the way the characters and different types of like races that exist. So there's different animals um, that kind of exist in this world. They're just acting as you know, anthropomorphized people, uh, animals. Um, very Nintendo-like, actually, I thought, like the humour and the sort of silliness going on. Um, not that Nintendo owns that, it just reminded me of it. Um, yeah, just um, brief into it. Uh, enjoyed it, loved the card game, got obsessed, tried to like play everyone against with the card game, something I find out. Like, the card games always put me off because I don't... I'm too stupid to understand. Um, and then the final game I quickly mention is uh, one of my favourites, which is I like to reset my computer... Uh, every few months that's my favorite game so um because of these mario kart mondays that i've got going i have to like edit down recorded footage into like a five minute mm. silly video that i've been doing and the past two have been so annoying that premiere pro just dies like one of the advantages that i like is being able to scrub through the footage and like be able to play it out to see you know where to cut and stuff and it's been impossible um i've had to rely on the stream to get down the timestamps of what happens to then go back to the edit. So it's been like, and it won't render. I've had like massive issues. So finally I was just like, fuck it. So I bought more Ram to help me. I bought an NV NVMe drive as well to like, Hey, that might help speed it up. And then I finally, I've been rocking this SSD for 10 years and it's tiny, but that's been like my windows SSD. Yeah. So, I f so I finally moved windows onto a proper SSD. That's actually got some room. Um, so I'm hoping that will help, uh, uh, like speed the things up and make it much more easy to edit, which was also meant because I reset everything. I lost my Final Fantasy nine save, but I wasn't that far in anyway. So just thought I'd briefly mention it. Um, I'm more intrigued to get into that actually. I never got into nine. I think the, uh, the setting didn't do it for me. Mm. I was like really into those games back then, like seven and eight, absolutely obsessed with, but then nine, I just. No fair, me. no completely fair. I am. Um, I actually, in, I got the PS3 out, which I'll come back onto, and I installed Nine on that, and it made me think, oh, actually, I can do the play on the PS3 and then play on the Vita and just jump across. So I'm kind of tempted to play Nine like that. Um, I'm more intrigued to play that for some reason to carry on with Seven. I don't know where it is, I'd, um, but uh, we'll see if that comes if it happens. Right, those are the stuff I've briefly played. Um, what do you got next then, Ben? Uh, okay. Um, so one little one was uh, I played through Chicken Police. Um, what is that? So it's a sent. I, I guess it's like uh, it's mostly like a visual novel. I think. Okay. I think. I think that's what I, I don't really know what that means. But I hear people say it, and I, I think that's what it is. Um. Maybe a bit of like uh, Phoenix Wright, maybe. Okay. Uh, just a bit, um, and it's it's like a film noir, but with uh, everyone's like Anthony 
anthropomorphize animals. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of, you know, levity. It's not, it's not taking itself so seriously. It's like some of the classics in there. Um, it's just quite fun. Um, like, just silly, silly humor, but sort of endearing. Uh, and some real, just, just real, like, fun little nods to stuff, like little lines that are nods to films. And, yeah. Uh, like there's one, it's, you know, it's sort of static scenes most of the time. Uh, mm-hmm. and one of them is like a, you know, a diner, like classic film noir sort of setting. And, and one of the shots is from outside and it's like framed exactly as Nighthawks, you know, the painting. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I just thought it was, uh, it's just nice. Not very long, you know, just sort of afternoon play. So it, was, it was just sort of fun and nice. There's like very occasional bits where it felt like it was uh, slipping a little bit close to uh, people using modern turns of phrases and, and jokes and sort of almost mm. in, internet-y references to stuff, um, mm. which would have really put me off if it had been too much, but it, it, it wasn't. Um, yeah, there isn't really too much to say about that. I don't, it's like a particularly deep experience. I want. I just sorry. I was just looking it up. And it's like a very, like stylized, but quite a striking, like, yeah, look of it. Um, I mean, it, it knows you... exactly what it is. Like, like the yeah. you know, it's all like rough voice detective, and yeah. What made you pick it? Like, how did you how did you come across something like this? This is so weird. Uh, I don't know. I think it must have just popped up on Steam. And you just thought fancy that. Yeah. Yeah. Thought the trailer looked funny. So. Fair, fair enough. Um, what else was I going to talk about? I might say, why don't you kick off? With, so you've played Echo. Why don't you give, give us a more meaty experience then? Okay, okay. So this is this pause, is... as New Yorkers would like to say, pause to that. But carry on. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, it's a it's a gay reference. Give me uh, something meatier. So they always say pause because they're horrifically okay. homophobic. Oh, um, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> uh, this one, it's like a, I don't know what you call it. Uh, it's sort of part walking simulator, part sort of action puzzle game, something I don't know. It came out in like uh, 2017, I think. Uh, and I did play it at the, well. I did try to play it at the time. Um, it was. So it's, it's got a really weird start, basically, because for the, there's there's a solid hour at the top that's just walking simulation. Right. Um, you know, it's just all vibe, just setting up this scenario and and walking and and talking between. There's essentially just two uh, voice characters, in it. Uh, right. just, just them talking about this cool sci-fi world and stuff, and then you get to like the game part. Um, so essentially the game part is you're on this alien world and there's this some mad technology from some precursor race or whatever that, mm. that uh, as you're walking through uh, it's building these these copies of you um, like loads and loads of clones um, and they learn to mimic your behavior and there's a system where every so often the whole the whole simulation resets 
and these clones, based on how you've acted, they learn behaviors from you. And it's not it's not actually cumulative because otherwise it would break fairly quickly. But I, th- I think they remember one or two cycles worth of time again. Mm. Uh, so you know if you've if you use a gun, for example, you have a gun. If you use a gun, then the next cycle, and as I say, maybe the next two cycles, I can't remember, they will know how to use guns um, and other stuff. You know, if you if you crouch around to hide yourself, mm. they will all be crouched around the next cycle. Or, you know, there's various different things. And it basically means this is... I'm actually not sure I'm too into it. It's, a, it's what sounds like a really interesting concept. Mm-hmm. That doesn't actually play very well. Like th- this was very much a game that I was playing for the the stuff other than the gameplay, and just sort of right. it, it basically devolves to the point where you find out that you find out very quickly that shooting a gun is always a bad idea because it gets you mm. out of the shit. But then it means if they can shoot, then that next cycle is not fun. Uh, and oh, I see. You, you it perpetuates as well. Like well, so it means you if you if you get yourself in a bad spot and have to shoot a gun to get out of it it basically yeah. means that your next couple of cycles you're just dying to being shot until they forget how to shoot a gun which isn't very fun uh, and then if, and then you don't want to carry it on so if you then want to shoot the gun it just keeps going yeah away. if you keep doing it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh and, and and even stuff like running uh uh so it's, i mean essentially it's like a stealth game right? you're just mm. trying to get through these rooms that are filled with these clones that have some number of behaviors you've taught them and mm. so again if you like you can run through a room and you know just bob and weave your way through but then the next room they're going to be running after you and then that's suddenly a big problem so it yeah. it basically came down to for me it would sort of be it it seemed like the easiest the easiest balance was just sneaking around like crouch crouch walking your way around because mm. it doesn't really help them catch you and you can pretty much avoid most of them so as i say this it sounds like a really interesting gameplay system that just wasn't very fun, but the, the 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 world they create was amazing. I was so into it. Um, it's like this uh, just absolutely beautiful uh, world you're in. So you, it starts with your face. Uh, you wake up at this cryosleep or something. You land mm. on this planet, and uh, I don't know if there's a like a name specifically for this sort of sci-fi theme where it's just this, everything just seems overwhelmingly vast like there's just as far as the eye can see it's just you know the same uh the same structure repeated uh, and there's just like a, something sort of awe-inspiring about it yeah. uh and then you go down like inside one of these structures and uh again i'm not very good at like artistic naming artistic things i, I think it's baroque styled um you know everything sort of there's like um lots of intricate patterns uh oh, I see. Okay. and and it's sort of you know um it looks very opulent with sort of golds and silvers and lots of uh lots of stark contrast sort of bright whites and then pitch blacks and mm. uh weird sort of again i think it is baroque there's sort of like furniture around as if it's you know some i don't know like 18th century French uh, like Alice or something. I, I mm-hmm. don't know. Uh, but it it was all very aesthetically pleasing to me. Uh, um, and 
really good uh voice acting um okay yeah it's this uh as i say it's just two so you're playing this girl and then there's this ai uh you're never quite sure about his sort of motivations or whatever and it's just the two of you talking over a radio the whole game that's it mm. but i don't i'm never sure how to sort of there's a sense you get from certain fiction where it feels like they've they've thought about more than they're putting into it you know there's a tome somewhere of the history of this world or not sorry not the world they're on but you know the 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 world the fiction they've created of of, Mm -hmm. you know the group of people that this girl came from and and sort of political goings on in this universe and all of this stuff and they sort of they touch on it and again sort of hard to describe what what about write a piece of writing or whatever gives that because you know there's no difference really between someone just dropping something in and someone dropping something in because they've thought about the whole backstory of it. but there's sort of a feeling you get sometimes right and with this it felt like it was thought about uh, okay it felt like a real world they were existing in. it That's wasn't awesome. just throwaway stuff yeah. um uh and yeah, just just yeah, just everything about how it looked like it was all these like geometric patterns, and as I say, these vast like planet-sized structures. And again, it was I don't know, maybe maybe there's some amount of just feeding back into it because I did like it, so I fill in the gaps. But you know, you sort of you watch Star Wars, mm. and they talk about Coruscant as being a planet, uh, you know, like a planet-sized city. But you just see these scenes that they shoot and it you lose all notion of that. Whereas with this, oh, I when see. I landed on that planet and it was just these structures repeated as far as the eye could see, it was very easy to fill in the blanks that this was this whole planet was just this one mega structure. Uh which I just thought was like super cool. <laughs> That's dope. Um, okay. Yeah, the uh and it was also just everything about the uh, the aesthetic of it, like there's even so there's all these bits like as I say indoors where everything it's that almost like old sci-fi style of everything mm. just being super clean and crisp. Mm-hmm. But then you go in, you, you you exit these buildings. Sometimes you have to sort of work your way, you know, through the outside areas to the next building, and it's all the sort of uh, I guess maybe like the first couple of alien films, like that real sort of grimy industrial oversized everything uh which also i'm really into so it, it just blended them really well mm. um uh yeah i just every, every everything about <laughs> the non-gameplay parts were just really good um and it, again the, the gameplay part itself like i can see it's almost like one of these things where i can see the potential in it I can mm. see another game taking that and doing it well, and it would be amazing. Like this thing of, you know, basically all the different behaviors. Like this, um, they, you have to teach them how to how to cross water. That's another one, for example. So if, if you haven't shown them how to do that, they can't follow you through water. Or like vaulting over something, or uh, taking. There's like lifts you can take to move floor to floor. Like all of these things that if they haven't seen you do it. They don't know how to do it and then as i say again they do forget eventually but it mm. just it makes for such a really in theory interesting dynamic 
the way they mirror your behavior. Um, but I can I can see a game where that risk reward of of do I do this thing that I know is going to bite me is really interesting in the actual playing of it. But yeah. it wasn't that game. Just an um, executor as well. Yeah. Like, it's such a cool idea, right? You utilize some tool mm. knowing that you're going to be faced by it immediately mm. afterwards. But I don't know I don't know what could have changed to, to make it fun. Maybe uh, I don't uh, <laughs> I'm good at criticizing, uh, you know, saying what's wrong with games, but not yeah, coming yeah. up with like a solution. Uh but it, it just felt like it felt like I was sort of avoiding all these cool systems rather than yeah. engaging with them. Um, and it it's that thing, again, this is like, I can't really, I can't really eloquently describe what specifically did it, but it's that thing sometimes with games where you overcome a challenge and it feels like a relief at having overcome it, yeah. not, not any sort of feeling of accomplishment at having overcome it. Yeah, um, which obviously isn't particularly high praise, um, but I certainly would say the game overall I love, like in spite of all the, the problems yeah. with the gameplay, um, like the everything you know, like the music as well. Just, uh, mm. It's just all these like real sort of uh, moody uh, like pads in the background. Uh, ambient synth sci-fi stuff and then these sort you get these sort of choral vocals coming in sometimes it was just perfectly evocative of, of the mood it was trying to create and mm-hmm. it's very eerie because it's just you like you obviously there's all these clones but it's that thing that i think games do really well of, of uh isolation you know where there's this whole this whole world being created and it's just the one you're you're the only person there yeah, I definitely, I definitely say overall, excellent game. I just, I was looking up again on uh, on Steam, and I, 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 for some reason, the French style, like Baroque, the way you described it, it seems really familiar. I don't know where I've seen this before. Uh, oh, I forgot to been... say as well. So yeah, when I played it in 2017, I gave up really quickly because I didn't like the gameplay. Right, but, it, but it's uh, for some reason and. I think about this quite a lot, actually. The the uh, the way I'm sure this is something that's like been written about loads, and I just know nothing about. But the way mm. any sort of media you can consume and have an opinion on it in the immediate aftermath, but then over time that opinion can change, even though you're not interacting with that media again. Yeah, and. I, over time, have come to think that, for me, I trust that delayed opinion a lot more. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I will. my opinion will change on, like, a film I've watched. And if, I, if, it's, if it grows, then that tends to be a film that I really, really like. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, like with games, you know, you can play something and be really caught up in the moment, maybe like the zeitgeist of everyone talking about it, or even just, yeah. you know, the fact that it's you know flashy and and whatnot in the moment mm-hmm. and think oh that was brilliant and then you just never think about that game again yeah uh, and and 
they tend to be in the long term more forgettable stuff. And the reason I went back to this was because the the story stuff and the aesthetic stuff just stuck in my head. And over time, like obviously at the time, my dislike of the gameplay outweighed my like of the aesthetic stuff enough yes. that I just stopped. Yep. But that that like grew and grew and grew until I wanted to give go back and give it another try. And I'm really glad mm. I did. No, um, from the way you spoke about it, it sounds like they've nailed the hardest parts for it, which is to create a believable world and to fill it out. And and I mean, there's probably something to be said that, I mean, I don't know what other style of game they might have necessarily made it in terms of actually mechanically playing it. Mm. But I certainly... I certainly appreciate the fact that they tried something. Yes, Fine. Danish. Yeah, unfortunately, I think the studio shut down not long afterwards. No, you're right. It did. Um, That's a shame. Because it's sort of one that you'd say, oh, yeah, like there's so much potential there. They'll nail it next time, but they won't. (laughs) Unfortunately. Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, I don't know why, but it's giving me like, I've never played it, but camouflage. Did you ever play that? I don't know why it's giving me that sort of vibe to it. Yeah, I did play it. That's the one where you're controlling the CCTV, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can sort of see that. Um, yeah, intrigued, actually. I've just added it to my wish list. I just never... I've, I recognise it. I must have seen it in a, in a trailer or something coming out for PS5, uh, PS4 back in the day or something. But um, intriguing. Because for me, it's uh, I know we have sort of different... The way you were describing the, the obviously the echoing or the mirroring of the tactics that you used, which makes you want to sort of um, curtail the, your own decisions because of you know consequences in the future. Stranger reminded me of um, Phantom Pain, Milky sort of Phantom Pain, where I think it, I don't think it's anywhere near as sophisticated as this or sophisticated at all, but you could see an escalation of your. Uh, tactics coming being used against you for example if you were to headshot a lot of people they would start wearing helmets i know i know and i feel like i am super dumb because i've heard people talk about that whole system since yeah i just didn't notice it while i was playing i just (laughs) somehow that whole thing passed me by (laughs) it's so funny so and again i don't know if that's just i'm i'm not convinced it's as sophisticated as that i reckon you just get to a certain mission and they're just wearing helmets anyway. Maybe. Maybe. But I like to think there might be something in there. There's something like inflatable men, blah, blah, blah. So um, it kind of reminded me of that. So then you end up sort of second guessing yourself. And and in a way, like going loud as well, like you're actually using weapons in Metal Gear is like a decision you have to make at a, potentially at a certain point. So it's this will help serve me right now in this immediate moment, but it will have grave consequences. For the moments coming after that, and that kind of the way you spoke about it, obviously, it's uh, the tolerances are different, and the length and the sort of um, magnitude of that decision is, is different. Obviously, it's skewed in a different way, but it's it'll be I mean, interesting to, to I, see. I should say, I, I am I have a really bad habit in games of, of not exploring systems if I find yeah. one I like, you know, like yeah, completely different reasons, obviously. But you know, Metal Gear 5, I got quiet with a silent sniper. And I was yeah. never doing anything else for the rest yeah. of the game. Yeah. Just because I found a style that I liked and then I just... Exploited it. Yeah, it's just fine. There's no issue with it. 
which which uh but i know i know that we have like a difference in approach maybe uh not massively but i wonder if i were to play it what what my tolerance would be as well yeah you know, if i would i'll be interested to hear yeah uh mark that down for sure um so i'm to think of what should i go into a big one as well yeah i might do a big one can i just say how much i appreciate that uh the, your 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 cables on your earphones, yeah, and your tracksuit it, jacket match. <laughs> I didn't even you notice like... it. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. That's so funny. So uh, just to say, like the strands to go to each ear, one's blue, one's red, and I'm wearing what could be described as like patriotic American Nike Nike jacket. I was about to say Nike there because my fucking girlfriend's like, eh, it's Nike. And it's like, no, bruv, it's not. But anyway, it is, but it's not. Um, yeah, I bought these because I was like, I need some, I need the headphones, like cheap headphones. These are actually Switch. It's like a Switch Hori headset. So these are the Switch Joy-Con colours. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're okay quality. They're actually not bad. Um, and it comes with like a uh, uh, attachable mic onto like the earbud as well. I just wanted earbuds. Oh. I didn't want over ears. So they're pretty decent. I've ended up using them quite a bit. Um... I might go into Monster Hunter World actually, so I'm just going to write the time down. So uh, for some reason, I I go into this lull of not having anything to play after enjoying such a, like a massive game or having such fun with one game. I just go into a lull of trying to find something that might replace it, mm. um, and I haven't been able to find it. I kind of jumped off stuff and that sort of even not even attempted to start anything because just like doesn't really appeal to me so i just went back to monster hunter world which is the one that released on the consoles last gen xbox one and pc and, and ps4 and uh yeah just downloaded it onto my ps5 and as i mentioned earlier um it, it's had such a massive impact simply because it's basically on an ssd and the the loading times are absolutely brutal. Um, mm. Going back to a pro, it's it feels like a minute to even like load in and stuff like that. And on um, PS5, it feels like it's a matter of seconds or a matter of like maybe 10 seconds to jump in. And it's just made it more appealing to just jump in randomly. So I found that I've ended up just joining in, helping other people. So uh, despite being like a multiplayer game from the jump, and especially an online one since I don't know the PS2 ones, but easily on PSP, um, they have probably the worst like multiplayer infrastructure. Like just getting into the game with each other, I've seen in gaming, it's atrocious. Um, so concept is it's just like a massive multiplayer map, and you're tasked with either hunting down massive monsters or capturing them. Um, and it's a phenomenal, like, first of all, it's a beautiful game. They've done an amazing job. And on the PS5, it's helped where before you had to, you had like a choice of like resolution, graphics or frame rate. But um, regardless of what you choose, it's always 16. It's a smooth locked 60 as well. Mm. Um, like really lush environments, um, different environments as well. And the monsters have their own personality and it's a genuinely like enjoyable game. And if you've got friends to play with, it's a fantastically well put well made um well made game as well so um someone will join and say they'll have to hunt something called a raffalos which is like this massive dragon looking thing um they'll have to shoot a flare in the air to call for an sos and then that's when you can join in with people 
and simply for the fact that things load so quickly um i've just found myself at night just being like i kind of fancy doing something silly and brainless and then just end up joining and helping out people um and with that i've i'm near the end and i'm the game is also very notorious for grinding as well so um each monster that you kill, uh, you can carve parts out of them and depending on what you've done to the animal or to the monster. So some of their tails can be chopped off or if you concentrate on their wings, they'll drop something else. Or if you concentrate on their heads, it'll drop something else. Um, a lot of armor and, and weapons are tied to items that you farm off these off these monsters. And obviously they assign like rarity rates to them as well. So, you know, one piece wouldn't require you to grind to find that you know that drop i've never particularly got to that point where i've needed that so i always bounce off after about 80 hours playing with it uh wanting to play more but just not really wanting to invest to find out what exactly i need That's kind of a fair investment. oh it's 80 a hours. <laughs> and i've had and I, I don't i don't say it like you you're not fighting the same sorts of monsters and i know it was a criticism of worlds where the variety wasn't as wasn't as big as previous uh, generations um but I've thoroughly enjoyed that, and I really enjoy playing it. Uh, so that me jumping off, uh, it's not like I've, you know, with Destiny, for example, I definitely felt like I jumped off too early, but I've kind of suffered through too much to carry on, if that makes sense. It's, or let's, I put it another way, Diablo. Um, a lot of people be like, initially when it came out, where it's, you had to complete it to unlock the next difficulty setting. And it was almost so like Chase. You don't like saying Nike, but you're okay saying Diablo. I don't know how to say Diablo. <laughs> Diablo. I don't know. Come on, mate. South London boys say Diablo. Fuck's sake, I've been American. They fucked me <laughs> over, bruv. I lost, I'd start losing my accent. It was pissing me off. Um, but yeah, they kept saying, like, if you, if you, you, you had to defeat that difficulty setting to unlock the next one. And when you unlock the next one, it's harder. You get better drops. So it's this continual, like, cycle of it's just the next one played and it was just a lie because the game is okay at the at very best but they kept saying no no get to the next bit and then there's a point where you get to the point it's like I've, I've given up i'm not enjoying this process to care about the next part but with monster hunter it's i really enjoy the process and even if i stop now and i'm it's i'm i'm very happy but um yeah and it, um there's loads of different weapons, which in a way is loads, is loads of different fighting styles uh, to, to hunt these these monsters. Um, it just sounds so simple, but it's executed beautifully. Um, and again, I keep saying it, but I can't tell you how much it's helped by just by being able to just jump in so quickly. Mm. I've ended up spending probably tens of hours playing it over the past couple of weeks um, because it's you know it's it's for me it's the difference of having a digital game on your Switch as opposed to a cart. Sometimes just digitally, you just jump. You're more you're more inclined to just jump in quickly, um, and because of those loading times, jumping into stuff on Switch has actually been a little bit more painful. Like you notice how long it takes in, to get into Animal Crossing, so much so that I'm just like I'm not gonna even bother to start because it just feels far too long to just get into the into the action. I, I think I've already uh, given you my rant about Ring Fit not being available. I, I think download. they fought. I think they finally are have or about to release it as a digital download. I really? Think, I think I will a hundred percent rebuy that. I don't mind paying again because that is. I mean, I get this is a hundred percent the most first world problem anyone has ever described. Mm. But 
it stops me having a workout because I can't be bothered to, you know, save whatever game I'm playing and close it down and change the cart. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, for ages, I was just like, I can't well, even. Uh, find actually, this. I guess I'd have to, I'd have to close the game. You know what I mean? Just just no, the no. active. Uh, you know, I need. I don't have very much willpower. And anything, any excuse I can find yeah. not to have a workout, I'm going to take it. And if, oh, it's, trust if me. it's changing the cart, that's enough to stop me. <laughs> I don't think it's out yet, but there was like speculation it was going to come digitally. I, 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 yeah, I'd still, I mean, I really hope they do. I can certainly see their warped logic of why they might not, because, you know, people buying it without having the, the ring on. Yeah, I just um, wish they would just put a massive disclaimer on the page saying you need to purchase this ring concept or something. I don't know because it's exactly uh, it's, it's that sort of game as well. Like I can, I'd have much less of a problem with you know a story game that you play through. Sorry, yeah. I'm just massively talking. No, over no, no. But it's the, it's the point stuff. I've been making. But like I, I can see that you know if it's a story thing, you sit down, you play, start to finish. Fine, you leave that cart in your console for a week or two as long as it takes you to finish it ring fit mm -hmm. where the whole thing is you're supposed to have this ongoing thing doing mm -hmm. it you know once a night so they're saying once every single day assuming you're playing your switch regularly as well yeah you need to have this hassle of take of swapping the car it just seems really yeah. stupid no it's it yeah it, it is and then and and then another feature that you see in the xbox that you don't see in the playstation is this quick resume feature that they've got mm, yeah. and it's it's not overhyped it's it is absolutely amazing so the concept is I don't know what the actual upper limit is. I've seen people up to five or six games are sort of stored somehow that when you jump in across the games that support it, when you jump across, it's yeah. an initial like I mean, 10 second uh, load in. Or... Despite everything I just said, yeah. I do think that sounds like ludicrous when people complain about the PlayStation. Having seen videos of like, like from the XMB or whatever it's called yeah, yeah, now yeah. to being like in game in Spider-Man is yeah. like under 10 seconds. It's like you're complaining about the fact that you can't make it five seconds instead of no, 10. <laughs> um, it, is, it is weird, though, that you've... Maybe it's as short as that, um, but it is strange how an Xbox, it doesn't shut down the previous game. You literally can yeah. just jump across. Yeah, and which is dumping, it's dumping the RAM out, the, the SSD. Oh, it, mate, you know this stuff. But It's like when you put Windows to... Oh, sorry, okay, to, uh, to hibernate, except that it's super fast because it's pushing it into SSD. Fine. Um, but it is it is a feature that obviously will never come up. It can't come to the Switch, but makes you go, oh, that would be fucking amazing, even if it's just two games. Because mm. I would have, you. we basically would have Ring Fit on the go just to do a quick whatever. But um, it, I've certainly found that I don't want to go back to Animal Crossing because you really notice how long those oh, bet, loading yeah. times are. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's Huge. the same deal, right? But sh oh, but... That's just you bought it on a cart, right? Surely they do sell that. No, I have it on. I have it digitally, but like, um, I'm I'm kind of complaining a the convenience of uh with Ring Fit or the inconvenience of Ring Fit, but also even when it's digitally, having oh, played just on closing the, the other game you're playing or something, yeah, and just yeah. starting Animal Crossing. Even though I've got it digitally downloaded, yeah. it's so long to get in. I mean, the whole I'm point like, of Animal Crossing is just jumping in for exactly a little bit, exactly, exactly. So um. Yeah, it's, I've kind of been spoiled by the uh, the PS5. Uh, I've been less on my Xbox, actually. It's in another room, and I kind of use it as my Netflix box, basically. But um, mm -hmm. just those two and the, the, the jump in technology, it's been like... It's made think everything else feel 
a, a really a generation behind, and I wouldn't expect to have said it, but I'm less inclined to play on other, like on the PS4, for example, because of mm-hmm. how long it, long it is, um, it would take to jump in. Um, yeah, there's not really much to say, with Monster Hunter. I just it's the one I've been playing the most basically the past few weeks, and it's it's a it's a game that deserves more praise, and I wish I wish it was more. This is the game that's meant to be more accommodating to new players, um, and I've I've just enjoyed that experience of just jumping in, and just chomping up monsters. Yeah, that's, I think that's the one I've played I've, the most. I've tried Monster Hunter a number of times over the years. Yeah. I think I tried one on the PS2. Mm. Yeah, definitely one on the PS2, and was maybe one on the PS3 if there was. I can't remember. And uh, there was one. Tried the world demo when that came out, and I, yeah. I've just tried the demo for this new Switch one as well. Yeah, um, just, yeah, not for me. <laughs> I just, I think I need a bit of story in my games, unless it's uh, you know like a multiplayer game. Uh, and I just the whole thing of there not being any feedback to you know how much progress you're making on an individual monster, you know, mm. like a health bar, or whatever you know. So, I like I, that. I, yeah, I know people do rave about that. I think it just doesn't work for me. Fair, I, I really like that. Just to just to touch on it, where we're we're used to seeing this like basically a red bar above or below an, an enemy, an enemy to demonstrate obviously how much you've hurt them. Um, in Monster Hunter, it doesn't do that, and it, in World, it's controversial because you could actually see the damage numbers, which wasn't the thing before. Mm. Um, but with the monsters, you're sort of looking at indications of how they are. So. Um, you'll start seeing them sort of uh, taking a breather. You might still start seeing drooling. You can actually physically see the damage you're inflicting on them. Um, and in previous games, when you were to capture them, you have to almost get to them, get them as close to death as possible, then you can capture. Mm. Uh, so it was a kind of a guessing game of like, I've only got a limited amount of resources. I have to, is this the moment? So there's a slight tension there. In uh, in World, it's slightly easier. If you actually look on the map, there'll be like a little skull emanating from them that kind of shows you how close they are to death to make that a bit easier. But um I really enjoy that because you're looking at them and attacks are more laboured. Like they feel, it feels like a, a real, almost like progression or journey with the fight with them. Whilst um, with others, you're just almost watching a bar go down, which is very like reductive. But um, I enjoy that personally. Um, new yeah, one, that, yeah, it does sound very cool. It sounds, it, it sounds interesting. I wish I kind of feel like somehow but i don't want you to you know purchase to find out but you need someone to really sit you down to explain the systems mm-hmm. i had a strangely a northern irish man explain monster Hunter four to me and then i just fell in Andy. love with it <laughs> i'll um, have to find one exactly so fingers crossed um yeah so that's monster Hunter. uh i might say you want to do your next two which is the smaller version like black ops and kentucky yeah you know, which weirdly i have something a bit similar to say about um yeah so, Kentucky Route Zero, I played. Yeah. I think I feel like I've I've read at least a couple of other people say exactly this that I played episode one when it came out and really enjoyed it, and then decided I was going to wait until the whole thing was out, not knowing mm-hmm. that it was going to be seven years or whatever. Um, so now now the whole thing is out, and so I'm, I've, I went back and obviously having been seven years, I replayed. Act one because I couldn't remember anything about it. Mm. Um, I think a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of what I liked about it 
again, it's probably the same thing, much the same stuff. But the, everything about the aesthetics of it, I'm really into. Well, yeah. not everything, but the, the color palette is just a pretty sort of muted. Uh, yeah. There's there's not much going on. It's mostly sort of uh, you know, most of the scenes will be two bit color. It's not necessarily black and white, but they'll just be sort of two contrasting colors making up most of the scene. Uh, mm. It's very uh, simplistic, I'd say, in its style. Um, don't necessarily. I don't know. <laughs> this is another thing. I'm sure there's like a name for this animation style, uh, where it's sort of these big blocky characters with little limbs on them. And I've seen, you know, like it's the sort of thing you see some Oscar-winning animated short. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like that, but I like everything else about the visuals of it. Uh, sure. And the sound is like superb. Just, again, just super moody synthesizer stuff, which I'm really into. Yeah. Uh, And again, it's so weird. I'm going to keep playing it because you know I bought the I bought the whole season when I, back in the day. So I'm, I'm going to play through it just, just to see. And people do rave about it, but it, it's weird going back and playing the first one now. Um, and I deliberately stopped after the first one to give it. I didn't want to do them all back to back because you know yeah it, I, I didn't want to do them years apart. But I also wanted to give it a quick break in between. Sure. Know, um, it's weird going back and playing the first one now it's sort of i remember liking how this one played a lot or being a lot more accepting of how this one played in 2013 or 2014 whenever yep. it was. um which i'm not sure is highlighting a change in my taste or a changing landscape of games uh that it feels a bit old now. Um, I think it's the latter, actually. It, it probably latter. is. It probably is. Um, but yeah, it's not. It's not particularly fun to play. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think I think one weird thing that I, I was thinking while I was playing it was the change in. Um, I'm sure we've talked about this. But you know, the the sort of the way Steam is nowadays, where it's just a deluge of releases every day, essentially, ninety yeah. percent uh, of which are utter shite. Um, more than that. And I've had to become like so much more discerning about what to play. Yeah. I guess this is the same for, for a lot of people. Right? You know, yeah. there, there's there's certain, you know, in 2013, I would try most things that came out on Steam. Yeah. Um, even if, you know, there were certain, like over time, you know, there were probably certain genres that I knew outright I didn't like even then. And that list has grown over time because it's just too much. You know, you have to, you have to cull more, more readily, right? Um, sure. You know, at some point, if, if there was a tag of roguelike on the game, I just, mm. I had to just stop because I never, I never ended up liking it. There were years where I would still try them and see if I liked them. And then at some point I just have to say, right, if it says that, I'm just not even going to bother because mm -hmm. there's only so many hours in the day. Um, and I think if if this came out today, if Kentucky Route Zero at one appeared today, I would immediately just disregard it and say, oh, it doesn't look like my sort of thing. So I think mm -hmm. it's a weird thing going back to play it now and playing the whole thing through. 
uh, in 2021, uh, which is a strange concept to me. Um, and again, this is this is maybe just because of because of the time scale, but a lot of people have been talking about Kentucky Route Zero over the years. Like every episode that comes out, people seem to be absolutely going, you know, respectable people saying things about how how amazing the writing is and how clever the subtext of the stuff and the, the themes of what it's talking about. Unless I'm just really dumb, I don't know, going back to play it now, there isn't any of that in that one. It's not, it's, you know, it's, it's just not there. <laughs> So no, I don't know if they just grew as writers over the course of putting these episodes out, maybe. Um, mm. But I'm, I'm certainly interested to see that playing the, mm. the later episodes. I two memories. So one is of Patrick Klepik, absolutely loving it, and I can't remember. It must have been on um, Garnet Lee's podcast, maybe. Maybe the one that um, one up before he left, whatever that was. I just remember Klepik just really loving it. I'm really loving the aesthetic, and I, I, I was thinking, I, I wonder if the aesthetic is just not as striking as it was back then, because we're just so used to people sort of mining that look. And I, I in my mind, and I haven't seen it in ages, it felt like pixel art, like one evolution of pixel art moving up in a way. Mm. Um, I remember feeling that's really striking, and I, I gave it a go because of how much people seem to really praise the mood and the, the atmosphere that it brought with it. I just got stuck in. There's a part where you go into like a mine. I just got stuck and I was just like, I'm too stupid to get out of this. So I just rage quit it, never to come back again. But um, interesting to hear to, you, know, you saying like there are themes that you don't see that others seem to have picked up on. And it'd be, it'd be interesting to see how that progresses as you as you go mm -hmm. through each episode. Um, yeah, well, I'm intrigued to hear what you'll say because I have no interest. But if it, if it somehow does well to approach the things the praise that people seem to have heaped on it then uh, i'll maybe be more interested i think it's out on switch as well which kind of yeah i think they put out um i forget what they called it but sort of the collection of all the episodes on all the consoles oh i see okay I um, think, um i'm more intrigued i'll be more tempted to put on that for some reason than on pc but um yeah, yeah i'm gonna uh, as far as i'm aware even the whole thing is is not very long five or six hours you know the, oh, wow. the act one is an hour uh, so I'm going to try and every week or fortnight or so. I like that. Why don't you give us Black Ops then? If you yeah, I also, uh, yeah, I also tried some of Cold War. Uh, I didn't get very far. Um, and the reason I say I've got sort of something similar to say is that I think this one definitely is my taste changing. Uh, yeah. Because, and it sort of makes me interested and a little bit worried in that way that uh, oh, I, no. I always I always get worried when I uh, oh, no. go back to watch a film that I loved when I was little because I don't yeah. know, like half the time I still really enjoy it and half the time it was pure nostalgia and I actually, the film's just terrible. <laughs> um, like I had this, I can't remember if I said to you, I had this last year where I, like there were a few cartoon like series that I went back to watch yeah, like um, uh, Dungeons and Dragons and Masters yeah. of the Universe that were all just like, unwatchable <laughs> yeah, many episodes ago um, did you did but point being i don't know if i in my head i still love the uh the campaigns from modern warfare and modern warfare 2 and the first black ops yeah um less so maybe black ops but 
I, I don't. I'm sort of scared to go and play Modern Warfare Two now. <laughs> that's what, that's why I say no, no. Because I yeah. Um, basically, like 10. like Cold War is just the worst, just fucking jingoistic gung ho drivel you've ever seen. It's just it's so funny, unbearable. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> these cartoonish goodies and baddies, and it's just like honestly, if this was 13 year old me playing it, I would have been. So into it, so into it. It's just like it's just it's just running around, you know, America. Fuck yeah, let's shoot all the brown people. Like that's the yeah. game. And yeah. like uh, maybe it's I don't know. There's just I was I think it is just you know at some point maybe I just didn't think about stuff and that was okay. And now yeah. it's not. Um, but yeah, I just I couldn't I just couldn't play it. <laughs> um, so funny. I mean, it still feels really good. Like, like, yeah. you know, putting the putting the reticle over someone and clicking the button feels really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's it's going for all you sort of. I mean, it's. I didn't get very far. I don't know if it's all there, but you know, it starts the first uh, second mission. Sorry, is a Vietnam mission. And it's yeah. like it, it's like a pastiche of a Vietnam mission. Like it know it, it's 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 not trying to like it knows exactly what it's going for, and it just does it like literally, like you get into this mission and it starts playing Blue Oyster Cult, and then like the next level it plays Steppenwolf. Like it's not it's not even trying. It's just like a yeah. parody of, of Vietnam media. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's just uh, yeah. I think I was. The whole thing just feels like a fever dream. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that's like the best a way to Ronald describe Reagan it. Fucking Ronald Reagan fever dream. Yeah, that's so yeah. funny. Like I know I was, I was, I was talking to my dad. Um, I was having a bit of a uh, Tom Clancy film watch over the last few weeks. I did um, uh, uh, Red October, Patriot Games, and Clear and Present Danger. Right. I was talking to my dad about it, the way it's just, like, they're fun enough, but it is just, I think I said to him at the time, it's just, it's just, it's just a, just a, a jingoist wet dream. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what they are. And that's what this game is. Yeah. And I think I've changed enough or my outlook on stuff that I just I can't look past all of that to, you know, the shooting is fun, but it's not fun enough to just, completely disregard all that other stuff it's surprising because um black ops 2's campaign didn't feel like that it felt more messy it felt more gray it felt like in the shadows you know and obviously that's the point of it i don't know this as i say i didn't get very far i played i can't remember three four missions something like that and it yeah. just uh it was just i don't know what it was you know i've played loads of games where you're running around shooting brown people before. Maybe not so much recently. I haven't seen so much of that, or I've been ignoring the modern military style games. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it actually had like almost a profound effect on me because I, I think I, for better or worse, put quite a lot of my self-identity into which, me- which media I attach myself to. Oh, I see. Okay. And it kind of had this moment of maybe I maybe I'm a slightly different person than I thought based on 
things are historically like. Um, right. And like started thinking about, again, this the, the thing I get so hung up on with nostalgia, you know, questioning if stuff is just nostalgia or not. Um, yeah. And how much that impacts who I am as a person. Like if I've if I've changed enough that I don't like this thing that I used to like, is it worth that's thinking about who I am now? That's interesting. Yeah. No. Um, no. I just because um, it sounds like you give it you you give stuff enough time for it to count as nostalgia. If that makes sense, like you've not touched it for so long that you can approach it uh, with a new set of eyes. Whilst for me, I am. Um, especially with gaming, actually, I play all the old stuff so consistently that it doesn't settle, if that makes sense. So, uh... I mean, I think there's probably... I mean, it's probably in a different way, right? That there's older stuff going back far enough, you know, was at some point... I mean, you know, there's there's like a narrative of, of you know, you're trying to rescue this princess from the castle. There essentially sure. isn't a story. Games were yes. purely gameplay. Yes, and yes, I think yes. that ages in a different way. Like it can feel clunky because advancements have been made in how games are designed and how they mm. play. Mm. But I think narrative ages in a different way where you can, your outlook on life can change in such a way that you take mm. different things away from a story. So I think mm-hmm. there's, you know, going back to Modern Warfare 2, that's a, you know, it probably plays just as well as it did, right? Because Call of Duty, you know, as much as people, all these Call of Duty nerds get into, you know, little tweaks to time to kill and stuff, essentially Cold War plays identically to Modern yeah. Warfare. Yeah. I mean, what, the, the original Modern Warfare, not... not yeah, Modern, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think from, from that perspective, nostalgia really has any effect. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you. I'm sure you can have it the other way. Like I know I've always had this thing. It took me a while to realize that, in terms of gameplay, I think there certainly is nostalgia. And I always have this thing that essentially, I can go back to the previous generation and play yeah. stuff I didn't play. Yeah. But if I go back further than that, I struggle if I didn't play it at the time. So like right now, if I went back to Xbox. 60 or ps3 mm-hmm. i'd probably struggle if i hadn't played that game at the time mm-hmm. um but if i did play stuff and i'm sure that means it is almost purely nostalgia you know because yeah they are improving how games play all the time people don't like to talk about it they like to still say that you know whatever uh ocarina of times the best game ever made yeah there's, but there's implicit in that statement you're saying when it came out Ocarina of Time you'd hope there is but there seems to be some people who who are actually saying no 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 by 2020 standards the best game ever made is Ocarina and that's just fucking nonsense (laughs) (laughs) it's weird because there are some that are able to I would accept that with but like with Ocarina yeah just control wise I mean if you want to say something like Tetris I could hear that. Tetris argument. is perfect. Tetris is untouchable. Because it's so simple. But I think once you get to, to more complicated stuff where they've honed and refined these systems mm. that were just clunky at the time, I think anyone can't reasonably say that it was the best. 
Oh, no, it is the best. You can't reason. It, sorry, it is the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's interesting. I, I need to go back to the uh, Modern Warfare campaign because it definitely felt it had more depth, which is strange to say. But I didn't play enough of it and I haven't touched it since it came out. I mean, I don't I know... I don't know... I remember them at least talking the talk pre-release of last year's mm. that they were thinking about that sort of stuff. Mm. Uh, I didn't really hear any of that talk <laughs> about Cold War. Yeah, it's, it's strange because I don't remember feeling that Black Ops 2 and it had, and I think it has it in this where you, there are things that happen in the missions that you almost miss opportunities. There's there's a slight branching uh, like philosophy in Black Ops 2, which is kind of fun. Um, that's, I have no interest. I just I'm one of those COD nerds that just look at the gameplay and go like they've changed so much and it looks so different enough or different to me that I just Modern Warfare I think is just underrated. I think it's yeah one of the most underrated games, which is mental to say because of how popular it was. But for me, it's as it's as defining. Well, maybe that's hyperbole, but it's as deserving of praise and adoration as the original Modern Warfare does because I think it introduce a lot of mechanics that were I'm surprised at how well it looks and how well it runs on last gen considering mm. how bad I think Black Ops looks in comparison um, that's so funny though yeah Jingle like because it just seems like a, it, I think it's a Ronald Reagan fever dream basically or like whatever he was going through during the 80s mm. um, oh, that's interesting uh, yeah no interest with that one interesting to hear but absolutely no interest to find out for myself <laughs> and it, that's harsh to say because I loved I think out of the original series Black Ops multiplayer was the best game in the like, last gen oh two gens ago now that was the best one yeah. I love that multiplayer I, I um, do remember people talking very well of it I, I, I've never I think Modern Warfare 2 is the only one I've even remotely put any time into and even that was maybe did a dozen hours yeah when was the last time you played the campaign for that? Uh, a while. A while. I'm just, I'll kind good, of, good few I kind of. I want you to stream it. I just want to see, <laughs> just see your reaction and do a compilation of it going along. Um, right. Uh, I've got, what, two more? No, three more. No, three more on my list. Two are quite brief, actually. So I'll go hit those two and then. Uh, you can talk about your big the game you've played a lot. Okay. Um, for some reason, I just fancy playing on my PS3. I didn't have a DualShock 3. I was asking for you if I could take one of yours because eBay is full of fakes, convincing fakes, so convincing that I bought one in the past, thinking, oh, this is a bit, this doesn't feel quite right, but looks it, then realise it was a fake. Um it was actually to play Final Fantasy IX. I was kind of like, no, I already own this game. Why would I rebuy it on PC? But I ended up caving and buying it on PC anyway. But um, I just got sort of bit between my teeth. I ended up buying a DualShock 3. There's these services where you can buy off like Japanese websites and like Japanese auction sites. So I really wanted a white DualShock 3. I managed to find one on board it. And the service is actually really good. Like it came within a week, I want to say, maybe 10 days. So very fast turnout. Um. And I was looking back on the games I've bought and games available, and you realise that how many of the stuff has just been ported across. That going back, there's not much 
PS3 itself that I care to play, which mm-hmm. is a massive realization for me. Um, and I ended up downloading Wipeout, the HD collection. Um, maybe a year ago, maybe a bit longer, I found Wipeout on PS1 in one of these shops. So I bought it and kind of got into it for a week. And the music's incredible. The original Wipeout is ridiculous. Um, I don't know if I... Here's the original one I've got. I think so. Um, and I never played it back in the day. I only played it a few years ago and was like, oh, I can understand why this had such an impact. I can understand why this was so era-defining. And I don't, I don't, I don't think that's an exaggeration to say it like that. Um, and then played this one. It's like, this game's fucking amazing. And I wish I didn't miss out playing on this, you know, what was it, 12 years ago when it came out, maybe. Mm. Um, look, still looks amazing. Controls beautifully. Um, there's a variation. The soundtrack doesn't quite grab me as the original, but that's kind of hard to say. That's, um, that's harsh to say it like that. Um, yeah, it makes me like, oh, fuck, I wish I played it because it's, it's an amazing game. I'm only just doing the campaign, and even that's scratching that itch. Well, I do actually get with racing games, it's like I can get a better laptop, I can do better, and it's just this loop that you want to constantly improve on. Um, that's a brilliant game. And I know they released it on uh, PS4. And if there's potentially people racing and stuff like that, I might I might look into it, basically. I think it's a fucking amazing, like genuinely brilliant uh, game or collection. Um, and then I've next the, thing... Uh, I've got the Omega collection. On a, I um, bought it. I think I bought it. If you want to borrow it, I'll, I might do. I might do actually. I uh, I know it can I know it's compatible with PSVR, so I don't know if I've got it digitally or if I bought it on disc. I think I bought it on disc. But if I haven't, I'm just going to install that and just give that a go. Fantastic game. And then the other short thing I did was the Resident Evil Village demo came out. So um, I didn't watch the conference, but they had like a showing of the next game. So Resident Evil 8 as well uh, to show what's coming in the multiplayer thing. I don't know what it's called. Um, and then they released the demo afterwards, which is only about 20 minutes long. Maybe oh, really? less than that. It's only a few gigabytes. I'm going to say less than five gigabytes to download. Um, and it looks incredible. Uh, on PS5, very um, IQ super clean, oh. stupid smooth. Um, does it have sim- this, uh, this big lady that everyone's been lusting on? Yeah, it does. It's I don't I didn't know who she was, <laughs> and then I saw Twitter going crazy for it. But I still like okay, it's a woman in a in a hat. Um, so you start off in a cell. Well, a, a nine foot woman in a hat. I, think I didn't know how point. big she was. <laughs> no, but I didn't know how big she was. I didn't know how big she was. It's mental. Um, Start off in a cell, basically, and you just explore, looking in drawers and stuff like that to find bits to progress in what's a mansion or looks like a castle. Very opulent. It kind of reminded me of, like, the stately home thing in Code Veronica. Um, uh, it's it's a continuation of Seven, so Seven was the first one to really do... First, first one of the main series to do first person. Um, I loved it. It's one of the most amazing game experiences in VR as well. Um, yeah, untouched. Maybe I need to play more Alex actually, but it's it's if Alex if people love Alex Seven deserves to be in that conversation. In my opinion, um, more deliberate, you know, tougher to shoot and all that stuff. And this seems to be you don't have any weapons in this. It's just exploring and finding stuff. Um, and then at the end, you basically open up these doors to go outside, and this woman has to duck underneath the doorway to get in. And it's this this massive like nine nine foot 
heavily chested woman who um <laughs> springs like these massive blades out of her fingers and then yeah. like, chops you basically uh so ex- very excited to play that looks super clean plays super like responsive so very now, excited for that so yeah i've been uh do i need to go back and play seven if i want to play eight? Oh god uh what are people saying i don't remember seven i don't think so hopefully not i don't even remember seven Sevens doesn't feel connected at all to anything else. Okay. Good. Basically, man's girlfriends. I think they broke up before goes missing, mm. and he goes to find her, and then it happens. Seven. Have you not played seven? I fully recommend that you have to play it. Uh, no, I did. Uh, I did. I did. Um, I did play some. I played okay. a good few hours, in fact. And then, yeah. Uh, gave up. It's a shame. I really enjoyed it. I kind of want to do it out of VR to go back and to enjoy it, but. Fantastic, and all the add-ons as well with Seven are meant to be different takes. Ones are ones like shooting, pretty much heavy, action heavy. Others are, yeah. So there's a, there's a different take to it. It's not just uh, horror. Uh, well, that's the theme, but it's, that's kind of dialed up or down mm-hmm. to each episode. Um, yeah, those are the only brief ones. Um, Wipeout, it, Wipeout's kind of now replaced Monster Hunter, which is the I want to shut my brain off at night. I can just play this and. It's, Unreal, how good it is. Genuinely unbelievable. Um, but yeah, so for me, that's all my games, actually. Uh, I've played over the past couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, substantively. And then we've got one more from you, and then we can wrap yeah, it up. Yeah, so talking of turning one's brain off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I played, and I said to you, this is this is, uh, this is is not how I play games at all. I, I, I play games for... If, if I don't like a game, I just stop playing it. Uh nor you know maybe give it a couple of hours and then i'll stop or if i'm into a game i will 99.999 percent of the time i will finish that game um Mm. and also for better or worse i i don't like jumping between games uh so what what i'm talking about is uh iowa warriors the new to not new uh age of calamity the one that came out last year Mm. Um, and I, I, I mentioned not jumping between because I could sort of see a world where if I was just dipping into this a bit in between other games as the turn off the brain game mm. um, I might have seen it all the way to the end um, mm. I, I don't think I'd ever played one of these uh, what are they called uh, Moose Moose, is it like Moose or something like that? Yeah. Um, I mean, they're just atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did play like 30 hours of this game somehow. <laughs> so funny. Um, just because, I mean, it's, it is Breath of the Wild, right? Like in terms of visuals, it's got all the characters. It's the same world. Like it's literally the same like world map. You just It's not open world, obviously. You just go to certain levels within that world. But there's recognisable, even like recognisable geometry from like areas in Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just so, so unbelievably brain dead. Like, and it, so, it's just really weird. Like, there, so there is some stuff that's it? satisfying. Like, like there's 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 uh, some some different combos that that feel fairly satisfying. Like. Uh, Basically, it's all about crowd control. 
Not yeah. that you have, you know, not crowd control by necessity of that's how you win, but crowd control of there's just so many enemies and it's just so monotonous. You want to get through it as quickly as possible. So like some of the characters have a move in various ways where you can essentially suck up a load of baddies around you and then it's yeah. just easier to hit them more quickly. Um, right. And just, I don't know, just, just little stupid monkey brain things like uh, some of the combos, you know, just the way the controller vibrates for each hit or it'll do um, like the slowdown thing, you know, as, as when, you, when you're doing the hits. Not, although that's another thing that it fully apes from Breath of the Wild is the FPS is shockingly bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it also does like the intentional slowdown, you know, like in fighting games and stuff. Um, but it's just, just so, it's such a weird game, right? Because there's, there's all these different characters and they do actually... To an extent, play there's you know there's there's diversity between how they play, sure. uh, and they that you know there's all these different leveling up and and, uh, and and different combos you can unlock for each of the characters that that do that are meaningfully different. That it's just all completely moot because you can just run through the whole game and just smash Y over and over again. There's never any threat or any challenge to any of it. Um, maybe like some of the some of the boss encounters, you maybe have to sort of engage your brain slightly just to you know dodge at the right time or whatever. Yeah. And even you know it's got it's got a one of my favourite mechanics. I, I don't know if I don't know if it was actually originated in Final Fantasy, but you know the stagger meter, right? Where you right. build you're building up some meter, and when you when you get it all the way there, the enemy sort of dazed for a bit and you do extra yeah. damage and all this sort of stuff which i really like but again just completely there but who cares because even if it didn't have that you could just hit y until they die <laughs> um <laughs> and you know it's got like it's got a lot of the stuff you know like um you have uh the the flurry rush right so you dodge yeah. at the right moment exactly like in breath of the wild and you do it right but you don't have to do it <laughs> um and you know it's got all the same runes uh, that you can use in the fight. And uh, again, it, it, the like this the systems there are actually quite full fledged and complex. Yeah. Like you know, you, you see, like he's about to uh, a baddie's about to rush at you, and it will do. It actually pops up the rune over them that that's the one you want to use at that moment. So if he's about to rush at you, you do the cryonis, and he bangs yeah. into that, and it dazes him. Or if uh, he's about to do a spin attack, okay. you do a uh, stasis and it locks him in place. And, uh, so that stuff's all there. And you do mm. it because it's, it's more engaging to do it. But it just feels so unnecessary. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just weird. The, the, this one was 100... I don't know if you even call it nostalgia, right? But this is, this is 100%. I'm only playing it because it sees locations I like. And yeah, yeah. And characters. Like to an extent, even the characters. Like I know people lay into the the Breath of the Wild story, but I, I, I quite like it. I think I think it's nice enough. You know, it's, yeah, they're, they're all endearing. I don't know why people people seem to harp on the voice acting, which I thought I never really had. Apart, the only problem I have with the voice acting in Breath of the Wild is it's that thing of that we seem to have got over mostly, but you had a lot in old games where it feels very much like everyone was recorded in. Set separate sessions yeah you know someone will say a line and then there's a beat and then the next person says that that's the only problem i have with the breath of the wild voice acting. i thought yeah. like 
I don't know if people just don't like English voice Bond. actors or I don't know. No, I've heard that all over the place oh, yeah, right. that the Breath of the Wild voice acting is terrible, which I just, I think it's fine. It's not the best. It's certainly not the worst. Um, I agree. But yeah, I mean, just, it's just, it's just too easy. <laughs> it's a problem. Like, like even, even, you know, I, I always say to you, I, as much as I love Breath of the Wild, there's just something, I find it so hard to get the timing down on the dodges. Yeah. Um, yeah. there's something about it just doesn't with my brain where I think I need to press the button isn't and in this the windows for dodging are just it's like a second <laughs> it's ridiculous there's just zero challenge to it at all so um, funny. I don't know it's uh, I think it, yeah it's just if it had been it's such a weird experience playing it because I honestly just, I don't think I was ever actually enjoying it. <laughs> just, like it did this really annoying thing where it sort of, it, it pops up these icons on the world map and like some of them are optional missions, some of them are story missions. And then some of them are like things to, you have to, once you've got enough resources, you can unlock something and it'll give you like a new combo or level up a character or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, every time you did, like I did the standard thing I do with any game where you have like an option. So I was going through all of the optional quests and trying to level up as much stuff and then i'll do the story mission yeah. and every time after the story mission it then like unlocks a load of new icons and every time i was just so disheartened i was like oh my god no i thought that was gonna be the last one because <laughs> so I, 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 I had no idea this was i don't even know how long the game is like as i say i stopped after 30 hours and it felt like everyone was everything was sort of wrapping up to a crescendo but i don't know this could be a 50 hour game for all i know but it's so I, funny i just it's uh so funny. yeah uh, <laughs> it's definitely a game i would never have expected you to expected you to have bought because uh it just I, I yeah i mean to be fair i only rented it so it wasn't, it wasn't oh okay fair work. um okay, but i fine. played i played the demo and i think I, there, there was just a curve basically where all of, as I say, all, all the trimmings, the aesthetics, because mm. it's so Breath of the Wild, were just high all the time. That was the thing that was keeping me there. Yeah. And it was just a thing where over time, like playing the demo, I was like, oh no, but those good things are easily enough to drag me through the gameplay being atrocious. Yeah. And then over time, it just ground me down and ground me down <laughs> until that overtook that and I just couldn't carry on playing. Oh, so good. <laughs> I had I had the previous one because uh, it came out on Wii U and Switch I think yeah. and um, I I probably put twenty minutes in I was just like no this is shit yeah but because it has all the Breath of the Wild like characters in it like a whole menagerie of them lot it's I'm like oh I wonder and then seeing you pop up with it I was like okay maybe I need to maybe I need to give it a go but obviously no uh, no. <laughs> And there's one like for Persona. So I played Persona 5 and I finished that. And uh, it got me very, like, I went to Japan. So lucky to have gone a few years ago. Really blessed. And that that was enough to get me through Persona 5 when I wasn't enjoying it. Because it was reminding me. It, was, it oh, felt yeah. like it, yeah. it was a good enough caricature of Tokyo to, to keep me going. And they've just released this style of game called, like, Persona 5 Strikers or something like that. Oh, okay. And I'm like, hmm, maybe, maybe. But, like, you've just shat all over it. So I'm like, yeah, probably not. I just don't understand it. I just, yeah, like they keep it. It's spinning plates, basically. But I just but don't know. No... Like 
they, they keep shitting these out, right? Like they just put some oh, different shit. license on this this style of game, and it's just. There's no. another one that got announced, I think, that with a license. Yeah, because there's an, um, Fire Emblem has its own one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then uh, Mario, uh, not Mario, fucking Zelda, and then like yeah. Persona. Mate, I couldn't tell you, but um, I I don't know the answer. I didn't give it good enough of a go to find out, but I have zero desire to to see. Yeah. It'd be nice to be able to like interview someone, and be like, like, what the fuck is it? Because like Dynasty Warriors or Dynasty Warriors. Wait, which one would it be? Dynasty. <laughs> Dynasty. Um, yeah, like, we're up to, like, the teens, I think. I want yeah. to say. I mean, but that's the thing I don't get, is they've been a joke for decades. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a shame because it, it sounds like they've, as a, like, as a, as a product, like, the quality of the product is, seems to be really high. It does a lot of, service and respect to what it's taken from it seems to to do that nicely but yeah there's just the underlying game is just oh, i mean shit. this this is a hundred percent fan service yeah, 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 yeah like even to the point like spoilers for the story of hyrule warriors age of calamity but like <laughs> 20 hours in so so it's all set you know 100 years before so yeah, yeah. like obviously link and zelda are there but then it's like the four champions are the other main characters like the yeah. original ones that uh, give you the abilities in Breath of the yeah, Wild, yeah. and then like twenty hours in, there's this twist where suddenly, like the their descendants that you interacted with in Breath of the Wild turn up, like they just magically are transported back through time. I don't know if it gets explained at the end of the game, but you know I'm not going to find out. Yeah, but it's just pure fans. It's like, oh no, come on, we know you like these characters too, so fuck it, we'll just put them in as well. I love it. I love <laughs> that. that. That's that's music to my ears. But it's just a shame that everything else is so literally. It, it, it did my favorite time travel explanation as well. Like, I love time travel movies, but obviously yeah. there's always a thing where like it's so easy to pick apart like holes yeah. in them. And there's a bit where like I can't even remember like the setup for the line, but they're talking about how like um the you know the the connotations of of this time travel having happened. And Daruk just says, none of this makes any sense, but oh well. <laughs> That's the line. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Actually, you make me want to buy it now. I might get yeah. it. Yeah. Next game. That's so funny. <laughs> and that's what, is that the one you've probably spent the most time playing as well these past few weeks? Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's so funny. I mean, it's not like I regret, you know, it's kind of... No, nice. I know, I know, I know. But it's, know, just, know. it's just weird for me because yeah. I feel like this is something that people I hear say of like, no, I just stopped playing it. I just played enough and that was it. And that's yeah. kind of how I feel about this. It wasn't like I absolutely hated it by the end. It was just, yeah, like I, I almost could have, I almost could see even at the start, right, that this wasn't going to be a game that grew and, you know, yeah. You know, you can play half an hour of it and that's exactly the same as the 60th hours. half hour. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Just didn't expect, yeah. So surprising that pop up when you're playing it. Well, all right, good. Um, I think that's it for this week's. Uh, yeah, we need to be, I need to be better than pushing you and actually committing and getting this done. Because uh, it's been too long, again, less long. Yeah, that's right. We're getting better. It wasn't six months. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 
uh, nothing on the horizon gaming wise that um things coming out so it's just working through i think the one i'm gonna play properly is resident evil 3 actually i bought that ages ago and i've not played it yet the, the remake yeah the remake sorry yeah. yeah um i enjoyed that yeah I, i'm intrigued actually and it feels like the criticism of that is just really criticism of the original that isn't that good maybe to those people yeah i don't know i i didn't i mean it certainly wasn't of the caliber of the two remakes um yeah well, i thought it was fine so I have any problem with it that would be next i'd say and death stranding i'm really intrigued actually i don't know how wait did i speak about that no oh shit i'll talk about that now um yeah i bought it uh it was on sale in Sainsbury's for like £22 or something like that. And um, I was getting really hyped, came out, and obviously I was just like, what the fuck is this? Kojima bullshit, which I hate, by the way. Um, when a lot of people are like, why doesn't he just go make a film? And it's like, I think he would have had the opportunity to do that by now. I think he just feels like he needs to tell it through gaming, which, like it or lump it, you know, that's his, that's his method. And I'm a huge Metal Gear fan, so... Hearing people not being so stellar on that, um, kind of was like, okay, I'll give it, I won't touch it. And then I was like, fuck it, I'll just give it a go. Started yesterday, and for some reason, I still, like, I'm really intrigued. Yeah. And um, I've definitely been hearing more people having these, uh, talking about Death Stranding as if it's a sort of life changing experience. You know, it seemed like everyone hated it when it came out, right? Yeah. There definitely seems to be building this. I mean, I don't know if you call it cult, right? Because it was yeah, a big no. deal even when it came out. But this sort of counterculture, like response yeah, yeah, yeah. to it of, of people saying it's actually like phenomenal. I'm in that category at the minute. I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm loving it. I thought I was gonna actually hate it. Um, Cutscenes are done with uh, like his own style. It's it's chock full of talent as well. And one part that I know it's just like wires crossing in my brain, but it's just working is that Mads Mikkelsen's in it. And I've been watching Hannibal. Um, I've just watched the first series of Hannibal. So it's like I have that association of the, the character in this game has not had enough time to establish anything. We don't know what the fuck he is. But that sort of intelligent, manipulative, whatever character in Hannibal, obviously he's Hannibal Lecter. It's kind of like made me want to be more intrigued to see what happens with him. But regardless of that, like, I have a certain, I don't know how to describe, like, a, a respect when, when, like, media doesn't sort of usher you in like you're the guest of honor and being like telling you exactly what's happening. It's, mm. I like it when they kind of, it's almost like they're in club and they like fuck off, we don't care. So you get dropped in and it's all these acronyms and BB this and, the world and it's like okay it's not it's not trying to drag me up to speed it's trying to this is the speed it's going at and i have to keep up with it um which i've kind of enjoyed and now it's kind of explaining the things a bit more um walking around it's a it's a beautiful looking like vista that i've uh i'm wanting to explore it and, and strangely it's um i think it shares quite a lot of similarities breath of the wild where i know the stamina meter was kind of hated on but i think that's probably one of the most important mechanics in breath of the world because um the terrain ends up becoming a puzzle in itself or something to actually consider and i think without a 
I know it's, it may sound like I'm making excuses for a, no, a no, no. I, 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 this was something that came to me after the last episode. That you know when I was saying about the stuff that Immortals, yeah, completely got the wrong idea about. Yeah. So it it did not understand that value to the stamina meter in Breath yes. of the Wild. So its yes. thing is it has the same thing, right? Identical. You have a stamina meter. You can uh, some. There's some currency essentially that you get over time that builds up that stamina meter, yeah. and obviously that opens up more of the world to you and blah blah blah. You also collect, and they're extremely all over the place. Like you, you know, you're, you're full of the stock of them the whole time. These potions mm-hmm. that you can just pop at any time just fills it back up. Mm-hmm. So, the, so the whole that whole notion you're talking about of locking off the world to you and making it, make, giving it that feeling of exploration, discovery mm-hmm. as as you work with within the confines of your stamina meter now gone if you want to climb that massive wall yeah don't worry don't worry just pop half a dozen potions on your way up exactly. <laughs> it's, it's so, so funny <laughs> no it is it is and for me like i'm not not to sort of pat myself on the back or anything like that but it I, I, it still feels like with some gaming people and i know giant bomb's my favorite where it's it they've not taken a moment to consider why that decision was made and it's almost like an arrogance to say, like, why well, it's shit for me, therefore there must be shit. Like, there's a feeling of, like, of lack of intent with it. Um, and same with same with this, where it's why you carry stuff. It's basically you're a fucking courier. You're an Amazon delivery man, basically. Um, and even picking up things strewn across the landscape, you have to balance it on your back or you choose where to put it but they all have consequences and i'm just so wanting to deliver things at its best quality if you fall over if it falls off it diminishes in quality that i'm really considering the terrain and taking things slowly and it has this thing of like of bracing yourself so if you're going through water you kind of like hold on to your straps to kind of brace yourself but like the physicality of holding on to the triggers for that long ends up thinking of like i'm almost mimicking what you are the bracing of holding on uh, onto your the straps that hold on to your delivery packages and all that stuff. But um I'm like fully in the world, fully enjoying it and wanting to see how this progresses. Um and they have these stealth sections where you're, you're reliant on a very small indicator of to see where enemies are. It's not quite so clear. But um it's definitely itching the sort of stealth mechanics that I would want or I that I got out of Metal Gear. I have no idea how this progresses. I've kind of Start, I watched some of the streams beforehand, but I, I don't know if there's proper combat in this, if there's proper guns. There may be. I don't know yet. But I'm surprised at how how much I'm enjoying or how much I'm wanting to be invested in this and get through the worlds with so little sort of resources offered to me or like mechanics on offer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've loved it. Like uh, I was playing some just today and um, yeah, like wanting to understand and like now that I'm playing maybe you're in a bit later that it would have been I don't know how full out it was but people can leave like ladders and ropes for you to use and I wonder how interactive that was or how populated the world would be with that sort of stuff and uh, I think there's a concept of you can deliver other people's packages I don't know if I've misunderstood it but um, that would kind of that would have been kind of cool to see at the time how how much that was going on and how busy it was but um I just love the concept that it's such a like massive game with, with a sizable budget with you know one of the most renowned gaming people 
it will create something so fucking weird and so different and just have that confidence and that arrogance in with and like that single focus to be like you know he leaves Konami he leaves Metal Gear Solid 5 which for me is a masterpiece for others it's you know fucking disappointment but you know of a certain level and caliber and then goes across to a big money move across somewhere else and this is his fucking vision it's there's something admirable about his um level of like I don't want to put it selfishness, but like his own like vision, I think it's fucking brilliant. Regardless if you like it or not, I think that's just worth praising when everything else feels so, you know, like of a form of something else, copying something else, or like a, it feels like it's being distilled and chemically altered to just hit the right you know notes in your mind or whatever. This feels like no, this is what I wanted to produce. There's something kind of refreshing with that. Um, been texting a mate about it and he's fucking dumbfounded. We both love Metal Gear and he's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, it's so boring. <laughs> and he's right, but I don't know. I just, it was itching. It was how I played Breath of the Wild, for example. I rarely used, like, quick travel. I just loved walking through the world. And the same with Metal Gear Solid Five. Rarely would I use vehicles. I would just run across the terrain. Mm. So, um, there's enough there at the minute. And the cutscenes, I think, are brilliantly weird to keep me going. So, I wonder how how that turns out, but yeah, that's um, that's Death Stranding for me. Uh, nothing else on my on my list at the minute. Um, coming up, that I'm particularly intrigued to play. So we'll see how it pans uh, next time we meet. Hopefully next week. Anything yeah. else from you, Ben? No, no, just uh... no, I've got a Deepest Rim next on my rental list. What? The Vanillaware. Um, uh, 13 Sentinels oh, which I don't think I'm going to like but everyone seems to be raving about it yeah they seem to really like it cool alright well, let's leave it there then thanks Ben nice one Wait, do I press stop?